This last week, but Dad, it, it's been a living hell. When I'm there, I feel like my territory's being violated. When I'm not, I'm worried about what he's up to. It. Look at me, look at me, I'm a nervous wreck. You don't still have the brochures from those... those rest homes, do you? But you really think that's necessary? I'm afraid I do. I don't have my life anymore. You don't suppose there's a, a chance that you and Maris could... <laughs> Dear God, no. And you can guess that's from Frazier. And, you know, you may be facing that situation in your own life where you've got parents who are just getting on in age and they can't handle things on their own. And you just sit there and say, what do I do? Do they move in? If they move in, I'll ruin my relationship with my parents. Whatever good we have will be destroyed when we live under the same roof. And or you say, you know, what a wonderful opportunity. I've never been close to mom and maybe this will help us connect better. And what happens when the reality sets in? That it really is hard to live, in most situations, to live under the same roof. Sometimes you have wonderful situations where mom moves in and you've got young kids and mom helps out with the young kids and she feels important and valued and the kids love her and you love that you have the ability to go back to work or do something. Uh, But making those decisions is never easy. So that's one of the many topics that you can pick up the phone and call me about. Just problems with how, what do you do with aging issues, whether it's with yourself, if you feel like, oh my God, I've got to move in with my kids, or maybe it's not that. Maybe you have problems with your kids. Maybe you have problems with your in-laws or with your partner. And right now I want to turn to the phones because someone on the phone has problems with their partner, I think. Nolene, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks. Hi. You're in a bad relationship? I'm not. My brother is. Oh, your brother is in a bad relationship. Are you in a good relationship? I'm in a wonderful one. (laughs) Oh, wonderful. So by contrast, you can see what he's missing. (laughs) Yes, exactly. We both waited till we were in our late 40s or mid to late 40s before we got married. Wow. We both real into careers and stuff like that. And he wanted to get married and have children so bad and did, you know. And she has just, uh, they've been married eight and a half years. Yeah. She has just... And everybody that parents Garris's letter ruin our family. She's horrible to my parents, which are the greatest people ever. Yeah. And uh, she threatens all the time to take the seven year old and not let my brother or my grand or my parents see him, which there's laws against that, I know. Yeah. Uh, and uh, she ruins everything. They plan a vacation, she ruins it either before they go or while you know, when they well, first what's, start. Well what's keeping him in the marriage? Is it the seven year old? The seven year old. Oh how it's tragic. Uh, because you know who's getting the brunt of it? The seven year old. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, and, tell me what role do, your your question is what? How can you help how, him? How I can convince my brother to get out of this relationship. I mean I I and no offense, but watch Doctor Phil and listen to you too and stuff and Doctor Phil said a kid would rather be from a broken home than in one. You you bet. You, you bet. Know, I, that I just gave me, that. yeah, you know, something, I have worked with so many, uh, even adults, but kids, uh, we'll start with the younger age, where they say, you know, my parents fight all the time, and I wish they would get a divorce. You know, obviously, there are going to be others that say, I want them to stay together no matter what, right, and, you know, right. they're mixed. But kids suffer because they come home after school. If they don't have after school activities, then they come home to what? The chronic tension at home. And sometimes parents fight in an angry manner, the shouting, the screaming, the blow-ups. Sometimes they fight silently. No, yeah, and it's that deadly silent. No, she's not. Okay, so what did you... She has a 15-year-old from her first marriage. Her first husband died of cancer. And the 15-year-old is 
is harmful to the seven-year-old. You know, I what mean, do you mean by harmful? About it. Well, huh? When you say harmful, what do you well, mean? Well, he has, you know, like hit him and stuff before, but her and her girlfriend at 15 have taken new pictures of him. Okay. You um, know, I mean, it's really, you hear these horror stories every day and nobody thinks it can happen in your family, but it does. What if they, have they put them on the web or is yes. it just, they have? Yeah. So the 15-year-old daughter has put yeah. her half-brother's pictures on the web, the seven-year-old. Okay. And her too, but, you know. Um, it sounds, so what, uh... One of the things you can do is call Child Protective Services and just give some of the worst case incidences that have actually happened. You don't want to exaggerate one iota and you don't no, want to no. under exaggerate. Yeah, and, but will they take the seven year old out of the house? Um, y- y- that's what you're fearful of, right? Then your yeah, brother loses. Sure. Uh, y- I, I'm not that comfortable with actually with Child <laughs> Protective Services. I know. If there's, because I have just seen cases where they've done wonders, but many more mm-hmm. cases where they have not done wonders, where exactly. the kids fall Same through the senior. cracks. So, um, you can, first of all, you can be wonderfully supportive of your brother, to be a listening ear, and to ask him questions. You know, what have you thought of? I don't know, you don't need, I'll use a fake name. Paul, what have you thought of? Mm-hmm. You know, help me understand you better. You're, you're between a rock, and a rock and a hard place, Paul. Tell me what you've thought of um, in terms of leaving. Well, I've thought of leaving, you know, maybe packing up my bags one night and moving in with a friend or moving in with you. I don't know what he thinks his alternatives are. So one area of explanation is to look at alternatives and just let him talk about it. Okay. You know, if he asks for any advice, you know, well, what do you think? Let him speak first because if he can generate his own ideas, he's more likely to see them as realistic. Okay. And you, then you can always prime the pump if he doesn't say anything. You know, right. there's no hope at all. And that you tell him there's got to be hope. People get out of these situations. And I want to back up once. The very first thing I always think of is safety. I don't know the stability of this woman. What's the stability Not of good. I, 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 But is she an alcoholic? Is she using no. drugs? Is she violent? Is she, you know, what? give me a picture of her at her worst, your, your sister-in-law. Uh, throwing things. She's not violent as far as, but I don't know. I don't know if it could change. I mean, she her mouth and she doesn't cuss usually, and she in fact she's against it. But when she gets in these rages, she says everything that words that you never even heard of before. So then the you know yeah. throwing things and and you know she's going to get the kids, and she's done this several times. Get the kids, pack the kids in the car, and take and leave. So something and she's done triggers that at 4 her. In the morning before. Yeah, but something is triggering her. I don't know whether they're he's trying to make love to her or you know have sex or something. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. And you know, being the sister, you're not going to probably oh, get involved with that. But something triggers her, and if he could study what triggers her. Like, what is it I say or do, if anything, that's triggering her? Because then he can maybe say, can we go in for counseling together? And instead of saying, you get yourself into counseling, it puts them on an equal playing field, not that they are, but it at least gives them a platform to talk. And if you go to my website, drkenner.com, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R.com, there's a link to the Cognitive Therapy website, and they may be able, they have Cognitive Therapists worldwide listed right. there so you can see if you can if they can if he's willing to go in and to see a cognitive therapist you can also have family therapy 
the whole family can go in. And if you get a phenomenal family therapist, the family therapist will ask the kids, you know, how do you get your voice heard in this family? And if you could have a magic wand and change one thing, what would you change? And sometimes the kids are terrified to speak up, but the therapist can sense that and make it easier for them to talk and Mm -hmm. make it harder for the parents to... to jump in or to give them, you know, sharp looks. You know, I just saw your dad give you a real sharp look. Tell me what that's about, dad. You know, (laughs) you catch him in the act. Um, So in this case, I think being a good listening ear for him, encouraging him to get some counseling for maybe the two of them, the couple. Uh, They did that, actually, and and they threw her out because she... Got the counselors threw her out. Well, the counselors may be able to advise him. He can stay yeah. in therapy because if he can establish a rapport with the counselors, he may have a stronger legal footing to mm-hmm. get the custody. He just recently, because yeah. he just really went off here recently. Yeah. And, I know uh, we are right at the end of time. Okay. So <laughs> thank you so very much, and thank I you. wish you luck. And just have some good times with your brother. That will help him enormously, too. Thank you so much. Okay, Nolene. Thank Bye-bye. you. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. My show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. And you can go to my website and hear podcasts if you'd like. My uh, website is drkenner, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R.com.